1: And live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, where we go back in time to discuss our favorite toys, one toy line at a time. Welcome to Talking Toys with Taylor and Jeff, action figure exclusive. Uh, I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeff. It's a Star Wars version of the show. We're here to talk about Lando Calrissian, general pilot. Mm-hmm. And when you hear my voice do that, that, that that means that I have the parentheses around it. So, uh, I, I thought you were going to laugh at that, Taylor. I That's why I paused for laughs and you gave me nothing. Thank you for that.
1: Sorry, you cut out just then, so I didn't actually hear it.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's a likely story. <laughs> it's true. Te- technical issues, folks. What can we say? <laughs> this, is, this is what you come for, right? Um, so, Lando general pilot. Uh, could you hear the parentheses around my voice that time?
1: Mm-hmm, uh, I can. Okay. I came out in
0: 1985 as part of the Power of the Force line, and he came with a palace blaster and a general cloak, which was removable, but not that easy to remove. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I've ever seen it that
1: removable.
0: I've never seen one removed, so that tells you it's really not. Uh, and it's a really it's a great uh, cape. We'll, we'll talk cloak. We'll talk about it. It's it's soft goods. <clears throat> so uh, Taylor, did you have one of these when you were a kid?
1: I did not. Um, the only Lando I had was the Skiff Guard. But I would really? say you didn't even have the Empire L- uh, Lando. I did not. I would say though that the the Skiff Guard like. His head sculpt looks very similar to this one. I don't think
0: it's the same. It, it may be the same head sculpt. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Hmm.
1: It looks very similar, though. I'm trying to look at mine over here and compare them.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think it is, um, okay. because uh, it would mention it here.
1: True, and that wouldn't be Kenner's style.
0: Yeah, uh, the the, uh, the the rebel scum page says <laughs> in a surprising move, it appears as if the figure sculptor decided to use none of the reference material made available available by, by Lucasfilm. Not only is this figure sporting the wrong belt and missing the huge com, uh, com link that should should be on Lando's right wrist, but they sculpted the wrong shirt on the figure as well. Uh huh. That entirely aside, the head sculpt was fairly accurate and the cape was completely off the hook, helping this figure become one of the coolest in the entire collection, despite its discrepancies. And uh, speaking of, let's talk about the reference material. Let's talk about that, um, the, the card for this one. The photo that they chose to use in this one is odd to me because Lando looks like he's slouching. He does. But you can see that risk com- uh, risk communicator, large and in charge. And yeah, he's, he's like, he looks more like uh, Carl Winslow from Family Matters than Lando Calrissian, honestly, because he's like slumping. It looks like his stomach is sticking out to me. It's really weird. It's a very it's, unsmooth photo,
1: right? It is a very unsmooth photo. I haven't seen Billy D. slouch like this except for when he was in the, the two thousand and four like parade at Disney. Right. He was just slouched over the side of the car in the parade. Which I saw yeah. in person. That was kind of weird. Oh wow. I was wow. like, Hey, that's Billy D. Williams. Why does it look like he's half asleep on the back of that car? He probably
0: was, yeah. I was he afraid he was, was gonna fall off. but uh, yeah so it's but it's a weird reference It's a weird photo but especially since the figure looks enough like it but at this point i am surprised that the pants don't match a little better because his pants were a lighter gray and these seem to be more of a tan or a
1: khaki yeah It's, it's odd i do have a modern figure of him and the the blue it's almost like a robin's egg so it's like a gray 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 with a little bit of blue added to it Right, but his and pants
0: are like um, they—they looks like they almost have some lavender in them. Kind
1: of uh, on this figure, yeah, it does. It's—it's um, it, it's weird because sculpting-wise, they did put that comlink on. However, it's not painted. Right, that's right. They do have the comlink,
0: but it does—it looks like uh, just part of his uh, cuff.
1: Yeah, it looks like a part of his cuff, and the belt is, you know, they're writing that the, that the belt is wrong, and the shirt technically doesn't come down like a tunic. So that one was really odd because they could have actually just come down to the belt, and then had just pants from there on out, but they chose not to. So that's a little strange.
0: It's yeah, an interesting agreed. one. It's a, yeah, it's it was an interesting. It's an interesting uh, way to go an yeah. interesting choice as we say in the theater world yeah. but you're absolutely right there is there is a communic- a very small communicator there um so let's talk let's like we always do let's talk, start start at the top and work our way down the head sculpt like you said it is very very similar to the skiff guard mm-hmm. uh, and it may be the same but i i don't think that it is his hair looks a little fuller to me
1: yeah they, they which makes be sense because they would make... have
0: had to fit they had to fit the uh had to fit the helmet over it. Yeah. So, so it's it it's does, very he's very well quaffed.
1: It does look very well quaffed. And <laughs> it has some volume to it,
0: as befits a general. <laughs> and then, of course, you know the head, the face sculpt looks a lot like Billy D. Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a really good head uh, face sculpt. the The mustache is is much is done much better than it was in the Empire version. Uh, it looks yes. more like Billy D.'s mustache. And they've given him almost a smirk, like he's he's almost smiling, you know, just like he does. Mm-hmm. Something about the way they've done, they've they've sculpted and painted his eyes and sculpted his mouth just makes him look like he's just about to just about to say something quippy and and cool,
1: right? Yeah, it's I think it's because he's got a little bit of um, a squint in his left eye where they've sculpted some of the the eyelid on the bottom up, so it makes it look like he's. You know, because Billy D, he smiles with his eyes. So when he smiles, right. he his his eyes kind of not get puffy, but they they kind of fold under his eyes and give him that that kind of sharp look. It looks like they've got that sculpting there under his eye, and a little bit of a raise on that mustache that makes it look like he's either about to wink at you or yeah, say something really cool or smirk and point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that's that's a, that's a
0: very good point. I think that's exactly what they did. Um, the thing about his hair that I like is on the back, if you look the back of it, if you'll notice like from the left side over it looks like he's combed it from the left over, mm-hmm. he's almost got a duck tail that comes down, and it's really the way they've done it is just it's really intricate to me, yeah, do you see that like the way the the, the, see the that. yeah, like the texture of it and everything it looks it's it's very well done, so a plus <laughs> job on the head now coming down from there, we'll stay on the back. Um, he's he's got a tunic like a his his shirt is is basically a tunic. He's wearing uh. He's wearing a, a well. I guess it's all one piece. It's supposed to be all one piece, but he's got like these shoulder
1: pauldrons that look like they're they're separate. But I don't believe that they are. It's what he has, and this is uh, from the the actual reference photo. He has a shirt, so he has kind of a um a bigger bloused type shirt underneath that's actually supposed to be in beige. And then he has a, it's like a command jacket that goes over the top that has the collar with the rank piping and everything. Okay, And that those sleeves kind of jet out onto over the top of the sleeves of the undershirt. And that's what we're seeing is we're seeing kind of the cutoff where the sleeves are. Over that, so he has a, a type of command like a uniform shirt that goes over it. That, but they didn't bother to sculpt it kind of the, they didn't bother to paint the shirt underneath, yeah. And because they didn't paint the shirt, you know, it, it looks like it's all like one thing with shoulder pauldrons. But it's actually the case is that there's a shirt underneath, and then you've got a kind of command vest that has sleeves on it over the top, which we've seen this before, itself. and we always yeah. wonder
0: why they don't paint one or the other. It, which it's interesting because we talked about I think it was Barada. You know he had the the sleeves were were a different color than the uh, than the the vest that he had on. But they went ahead and painted those. It was it's interesting. It's weird that they did yeah. that. But so he's got this like you said this jacket that goes up and it goes uh, coming down the back. He's got a, a shoulder holster on, mm-hmm. and they've done a good job of sculpting that shoulder holster and and sculpting the the bunches around it. I like that we don't have a lot of fabric folds in this because we've really just got the folds at at the belt lines at that holster and then at his belt right above his belt because Lando's suits are going to be tailored and they're going to fit just right. Yes. So he doesn't have that happen. So I don't have a problem with the lack of texture on this one, uh, especially when you come around to the front and we have um, we've got his uh, his collar is split and he's got, you know, uh, looks like uh, rank badges on either collar. Mm hmm from there which are painted silver and then coming down from there he's got there's a seam going all the way down the middle the uh the shoulder holster comes all the way across the 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 front and there's no gun in it i kind of wish they had sculpted a gun in there or left it open so that you could put his
1: gun in there because the gun that they gave him wouldn't fit in there i don't think would it no it doesn't yeah the way they sculpt that the only working holster we've got at all in this line was bespin han was no, not even. it was it was a Hothan. That's what I meant, was, Hothan. Yeah, yeah, it was the only I mean. one, and that one was by mistake, but it works so well. And you figured that you know that they could have done it. Um, I know E picked up um, Carl Weathers' character from The Mandalorian in the retro style. Grief, Karga. and he has a huh? Grief cargo grief cargo and he has a working holster, and it's beautiful. It works great but they use a lot of the same thing that they did with Han. And I could see, I could see some level of being able to, to fit this inside the holster on his chest, but I don't know if they would have been able to get away with the tooling to do it. Like it's just, it's, it works better on the leg than it would being able to put it on the chest. If that makes sense, unless you did it like Cobra commander's blaster, where you stuck it into the, uh, a slot on his back.
0: Right. No, there's yeah, there's there's no way this was gonna that, that gun was gonna fit in this even if it did work. That's why it's it just seems
1: odd to me that they they went that route with it. Right. Um But I don't think I don't think anywhere in the line, like when they've had holsters that were sculpted, I don't think they've ever put a weapon in it. I think it's always been closed except for the uh biker scouts. No, 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 you're you're right.
0: I just I again I just it's odd to me that they would give him a gun that wouldn't fit in the holster. Even, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but, uh, but whatever. (laughs) That's not what they pay me for. (laughs) Uh, Up above that, he's got, uh, I guess it's supposed to be like a, a, I don't know what it's supposed to be like metals or something. He's got a, a, that silver
1: spot there usually usually if it's not ranking, what it is is their command codes that they're able to pull uh, command codes so on the the Empire they were like the little command cipher tubes that were up in the top of their jackets, whereas I think the rebels had them in a card on their chest. Oh their okay Command codes. Uh, you only see it with certain with certain generals. I think uh, Nadine has one um, or Maidine, I should say. And um, I think even like in the newer series, I think even General Leia has the same type where it's got some sort of commanding on there, but then you could, I think, open it up and take command codes out. Okay. I yeah. didn't.
0: I had no idea that that was a thing. That's interesting. Okay. And then uh, below the holster, he's got a belt that matches the same brown as a holster. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a lot of earth tones with this figure and Lando did not wear earth tones. Which so is no. it's it's odd to me, uh, and then again coming down from there, we've got very little. You know, got a few few folds around the the belt, but but that's pretty much it. Uh, it hangs pretty straight after that. Uh, talking about his arms, on each of his shoulders on those pauldrons, there are pockets there, mm-hmm. which we see a lot, but you never see anybody actually putting anything in them. Right um, now, this is where we get a lot of fold work on these these sleeves because again they're they're sort of puffy. It's sort of a pirate pirate shirt. so we've got a lot of fold work uh, at his elbows especially and then coming down around his cuffs um, and that j- jives with the the picture that we got the the reference photo that we got um, and what's interesting is you mentioned that that communicator on his right wrist well that it's supposed to be a communicator and it makes sense because it's taller than the cuff on his left wrist.
1: Yes, it's taller and then um, I believe on the inside, There's a small mark on the, like, sculpting mark on the inside that looks like it, like, comes to or, like, connects at one point. So it's got a little bit of sculpting on the inside, but on the outside of it, it's got, well, it's, like, kind of two stacked buttons, which is similar to the communicators that were on Luke's and Han's wrist for the Hoth figures. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of like the the way they sculpt it. It's very simplistic, but it it does you know the the job. It's a nice nod to. So it's obviously bigger than the other cuff, and the other cuff has no other sculpting on it. So if you look at the other cuff, it's plain. So just with those indicators that it's taller, and then has what looks like button sculpting that it shows that there's a communicator, but it's not
0: painted. That's what I was going to say. The button, the, this photo I'm looking at, the buttons look like they're painted silver, but I don't think
1: that they are. No, that's just a highlight. They it, There's no paint app at all on the arms except for the hands.
0: Why do you suppose they did that?
1: I don't know. I mean, it could be, you know, it, a lot of times it could be for budgetary reasons. Um, at this point, you know, the painting one more part could have priced it out of what it needed to be. And so, you know, this is where, like, when when I nerd out and I, I go and watch Scott Knightlick's channel, Creative Spectre, to understand how the toy industry works. Even back in the 80s, some of those ideals are still in play. And it could be that that one extra paint app on an arm could have priced this figure out more than what they needed. That's so true. So if they would have priced the hair and the boots to be painted instead of having the boots unpainted this time, then that might've meant that they just couldn't get paint application on an arm.
0: That's true. And I, I guess the, the boots being painted makes a lot bigger difference than
1: that being painted would have. Yeah. Because honestly, there've been many times when we haven't gotten that boot paint. And so it's nice to finally have it on a figure, but that also now means that something else is going to be sacrificed. I, I there have been times I wanted to go through the line and pick out how many paint applications each figure has. Cause I wonder if there's an actual calculative amount of paint that each figure can have off the line.
0: Okay. I wonder if
1: someone's done that. I probably,
0: there's probably <laughs> several YouTube videos about it. Um, <laughs> so from there, let's talk about the, the leg sculpting um, again, he's got the top part of the legs have the, the remainder of the jacket that he's wearing, the tunic, whatever and then coming down from that we have again it's sort of a lavenderish brownish with a little bit of purple and I don't know what color this would be it's it's supposed it's, to
1: be gray but it's yeah it's kind of a lavender gray it's strange it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win
0: And uh, again we've got some some decent fold work there but we get more fold work interestingly enough on the left leg than we do on the right. The left one seems to be stuffed into the boot a little either a little more haphazardly or not as well. I can't I can't figure it out.
1: Yeah, I was trying to I know that there's there the way that he poses is that the right leg poses back a little bit and the left leg poses forward. So I feel like that different pose is what's striking more of the folds in the leg because it's being thrusted forward more. And so there's a lot more um, like fold sculpting along the side and the back. Whereas on the other leg, we're getting a little bit more of the fold sculpting on the front. So I'm wondering if that's just because of the way that his legs pose up because I believe his left leg goes out slightly more than his right when both feet are flat on the ground right yeah
0: what's interesting and what's interesting to me is you can almost make out the outline of his knees on each leg yeah that's some intricate sculpting to me and then of course we got the boots we talked about the boots are painted black we've got some nice uh, fold work there at the ankles and again the left one there's a lot more fold work at the ankle like he's got it he's like he's like he's flexed a little more his left ankle is flexed a little more than the right yeah or i guess
1: curved a little more than the right oh and i take i'm sorry i take it back i told you wrong the right leg is pushed out more than left that's the, that's i had the the legs wrong just the okay legs. but yeah one leg is pushed out more than the other in the pose so like in there there's a little bit of action posing to him so like his left arm is kind of out more than his right arm um i guess like a controller arm and then his right leg is sculpted out a little bit more than his left, so his right leg kind of fate, put punches forward a little bit more. Okay, that makes so sense. So that's why you have more sculpting in that than the other.
0: All right, so so that's a figure. So let's talk about the cape that goes with it. This is the real star of the show to me because this is the one that looks the most like any fabric that we saw in the films because it is it's it's a soft goods cape and it's the material is very uh, flowy. It hangs. It's not stiff at all.
1: No, it's super flowy. And it actually, the color matches his cape. It does in the movie. Very well. Yeah. This is, this is what,
0: this is what makes him look like the character from the movie. Whereas if they had done any other kind of Cape, like a vinyl Cape or a stiffer Cape, it would not have worked. It would have destroyed the illusion because they made so many, uh, took so many creative licenses with the rest of it, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, and at this point, you know, in Kenner's game, like they, you know, we joked about Jedi being like the soft goods extravaganza for the Star Wars line. Right. So they're kind of falling off the, the end of the trail from that. So any figure that's going to have any soft goods, it's going to be it's going to be a true cloth and not necessarily a vinyl that I think they've kind of done away with vinyl at this point. And so for me, like the cloth that they chose is nice because it's not the fuzzy stuff that we've gotten with other things. It's nice. It's satiny. It, it has a little bit of sparkle to it and it just looks very commanding. It does. It very
0: much does. Um, and, uh, what what kind of material is this? Would you say?
1: I, I don't know. It's a um. I mean, I'd, I'd say something like a cotton, but I think cotton's a little stiff. I'm not sure. I know it's, it's probably synthetic. It's almost uh, like a like a lycra
0: or a or a rayon.
1: Yeah, rayon wish, is what I was thinking, but I wish I knew more about materials to be able to tell you. Me too, I'm,
0: I, and I'm remembering the texture of. It. That's why I don't think I don't say rayon. But it's it's got a, it's got an interesting texture to it. It's just a really really well done um, piece, and it's sewn at the at the at the neck, so mm-hmm. there's no snap or or velcro or anything to uh, to come loose or to to come off. Which is also why it's almost impossible to remove, and right. definitely impossible to remove and get back on successfully. Yes, but I like that because I'm not ever going to take it off of my figure.
1: No. And I think the only way that you could take it off is because I think his head was a head that had a, uh, I call it the little the head and, and pole spoke. Mm-hmm. And I believe like most people, if you, if they took it off, it's because they popped the head off of the, the head spoke and then took it off that way, which is okay. Cause a lot of the figures from Jedi used it, but not all. Some of the old figures still use the old T-bar that was like shoved down to the body. So the fact that this one has a head spoke, you could remove the cape, but it's a pain getting those heads off. And usually if kids use their mouth, you're going to have bite marks around his neck. Right. Exactly. Not that not that I would know that at all. No. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about the gun.
0: This, this is a gun. We've seen this once before, right? Or have we not? Yes,
1: we have. Uh, this was the same gun that came with uh, Jedi Luke. So that's what I job thought was palace Luke, except his was gray and this one's black. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we've, we've talked about it before. It's, it's an interesting gun. I, I like that. They've done the texturing on the handle mm-hmm. and the little piece that's on the under, on the, the underside of the end of the barrel. Yes.
1: I never did know what that was. It's some, some sort of emitter. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But maybe this, it was a laser sight. It might be. Um, but what's cool about this gun is this gun is, in the actual film, the um, the weapon that like this gun is used in Jabba's palace. This is the that's one that's like that, the
0: Amorian guards, right? It's no, it's one of the no, pirates.
1: It's one that's that Luke right. reaches out and pulls the gun from his holster using the Force. It's that specific gun. the The gun that um, that Lando uses as a general, I believe, is a almost like a sporting blaster, a little bit like Leia's. So it's, it's a, a little bit more boxier, more modernized gun. So I, I find this one interesting. I think it fits the part really well, but it's not exactly the, the gun that he has. The The gun that he carries in his holster is a little bit shorter and not quite so big on the barrel.
0: That's what I was thinking. But again, you know, this late in the line, are they really going to give us a new pistol, you
1: know? No, 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 absolutely not. They're going to find one that, that works, yeah. Or a new blaster, I should say. Okay, I'm, I'm surprised it's not the indoor blaster, but I also think that they kind of wanted to vary that up and not have to use that particular one again.
0: I just always assumed that he came with the Rebel blaster, honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. can see that, too.
0: So, all right. So, let's talk about this figure then. So, what is your favorite feature about this toy?
1: I really, for me, I really like, besides the head sculpt, I love the soft goods cape. I think it works really really well for It's him. the same
0: for me. The cape, like I said, the cape is the main event for this figure. This is the yeah. one that when you saw it uh in the store you're like, "Oh wow, this is great. I have to get this one because he's got the cape." It's not mm-hmm. just another Lando. It's Lando with this extravagant cape that goes all the way to the ground.
1: Yeah, it's oversized. It can sit
0: up on his shoulders. It's a it's I a need a cape, cape like this. It's a cloak. It's not a cape. It's a cloak. I need a cloak like this. Yeah, the count needs a cloak.
1: I also like the fact that it, the way that it's, it's on him. You can turn it so it can hang over one shoulder more than the other. Exactly, because so it's it can, sewn on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. He could even turn it around and it could be like a slanket without a the armholes.
1: <laughs> I like it.
0: <laughs> what is your uh, what is your least favorite feature about this toy?
1: I think for me, it's probably the the pant color.
0: Yeah, um, if they had gone with a lighter blue
1: it, was a it would have made the figure it would have
0: made the figure pop
1: yeah I think so and it would have made it look more like the reference material agreed um what's what's yours?
0: Uh, it's the same for me uh, I, it's the
1: I, pant I, color yeah I was gonna add to that because for for me besides for the pant color, another quibble I had not necessarily the sleeves but it was that communicator not having that painted black. Or even brown, I just felt was kind of a a, a loss. And I'd like to have seen some sort of paint app on that to identify that as a communicator. Because obviously they sculpted it, but then having it not painted, it just looks like another cuff.
0: Right. Well, but my thing, the the pants to me is even less forgivable because they had to use paint budget to paint the pants.
1: So why not paint them The the right color? I don't know. I don't know, and maybe maybe it was to to make it because it matches the cape. And I'm wondering if maybe the first material they had was, you know, that it maybe it matched the cape in the first photos that they had, and that's what they went off of. But I mean, at 1985, they should have seen the movie by now, right?
0: Well, yeah, they had, and again, they had all the reference photos they needed, and they even had the same color blue we talked about. I believe it was the Bar- Barada figure. That uh, had the, the light blue,
1: wasn't it? Yes. Well, even even General Medine has a even his blue that he has on his sleeves is closer to the right. blue that he uses versus this lavender right. and gray kind oh, of muddy boy. color. This is like clay color. Yeah, it, it is. Just it it seems muddy. It doesn't work quite so well.
0: So, what do you feel uh, best exemplifies the line with this toy?
1: You know, at this point, it's it's really just kind of keeping with um, with the the subtleties of of design and and features that we need to identify the characters. They're just kind of continuing on with that. And as we get towards the end of the line, you know I, there's a part of me that feels like it's kind of gone a little sloppy because there's you know this figure that doesn't follow a lot of the reference. But it's still identifiable, definitely, as the figure. We still have exactly what we need to understand that this is General Lando.
0: Right. And and for me, what that means is they gave us a reason to buy another Lando figure. Right. We had three Lando figures. They were all extremely unique. Just like we had all our Hans and Lukes mm-hmm. and Leia's were all extremely unique. Yep. And uh, you, you gave the kids a reason and the parents a reason to, to buy it. So I think that's that's to me is what what it says about the line. Um, is this toy cool?
1: Yes, I think so. I agree.
0: Uh, yes. All of our complaints aside, again the cape, the head sculpt, and it's Lando. Come on, it's got to be yeah. cool.
1: He likes playing with this one. This is this is one that he really likes. He likes this awesome. one over the um, over the Bespin one.
0: Oh, cool! Very cool. Yep. alright well folks we would love to uh, hear what you have to say so head to the Facebook page and let us know what you think uh, and if you have one without the cape on it I'd love to see it because I've never seen one without the cape but by all means do not take the cape off of yours if it's still on there right All right.
1: you want it off
0: Right. so if we're talking toys with Taylor and Jeff action figure exclusive I'm Taylor I'm Jeff
1: I remember they're not dolls they're action figures with soft good capes the softest of soft goods fancy it's almost
0: velveteen (laughs) night, folks thank you for listening for more episodes of this show or other Marvin Dog Media productions go to marvindogmedia.com to stream or download the shows or to subscribe via iTunes email us at marvindogmedia at gmail.com follow us on twitter at marvindogmedia follow us on pinterest at pinterest.com forward slash marvindogmedia this podcast has been a production of Marvin Dog Media, all rights reserved. How many times can we say Marvin Dog Media?